We're ready now for the fifth game of the World Series, and the umpires who will work today's game are grouped around Casey Stengel back of the plate. The starting pitchers for the New York Yankees, Bob Grimm, still going on with his warm-ups, and the youngster, Roger Craig, who will work for the Brooklyn Dodgers, concluding his warm-ups. The sun has favored us with its brilliant rays, and while the temperature is in the cool 60s, at least the day is a happy one. And it's a happy one especially for the Dodger fans who came home here to Ebbets Field, trailing by two games after the Yankees had won the first two six five four two, And the Dodger hearts were really uh, singing after the Dodgers came up with the victory in the third game, 8-3. And yesterday's victory over the Yankees, 8-5, which has made the series stand all even at two games apiece, has everybody buzzing. The sun is shining brightly, and the wind is blowing. It's a moderate breeze in from left field towards the plate. The lines are being marked, and in just a very few minutes, the fifth game of the World Series will be played. The New York Yankees, Elston Howard, will lead off and play left field. Irv Norn will be in center field. Gil McDougal will bat third and play third base. Batting fourth is Yogi Barra, the catcher. Joe Collins will be in right field for the Yankees and bat fifth. This is occasioned by the pull-leg muscle of Mickey Mantle and the pull-leg muscle of Hank Barr. Eddie Robinson will be in first base, and he will bat sixth. Billy Martin will play second base, bat seventh. Phil Rizzuto will bat eighth and play short, and Bob Grimm, the right-hander, will go to the mound for the New York Yankees. Grimm won seven while losing five. In the series, he's been in one game, worked one inning, gave up one hit and two strikeouts. They will lead off with Junior Gilliam, who will play second base. Pee Wee Reese, the captain, will bat second and be at shortstop. Duke Snyder will be in center field, will bat third. Roy Campanella will hit in the cleanup spot, batting fourth and catching. Carl Perillo will bat fifth and be in right field. Gil Hodges will bat sixth and play first base. Jackie Robinson will play third base, bat seventh. And Sandy Amaros will be in left field for the Brooklyn Dodgers and will bat eighth. Roger Craig will go to the mound for the Dodgers, and this is his first World Series appearance. He's a big, tall right-hander, 6'4", weighs approximately 178 pounds. He won five while losing three in the regular season for Brooklyn. He was brought up uh, by the Dodgers from Montreal on July 16th. He pitched his first game on July the 20th, or on the 17th, a complete game 6-2 victory over Cincinnati. So Craig versus Bob Grimm. The umpires now are discussing with Pee Wee Reese, the Dodger captain, uh, the ground rules. And uh, we are having a slight hold-up for the second as they are making sure that all things are equal and that everybody understands all the playing rules that exist. The umpire today at the plate will be umpire Bill Summers of the American League. Lee Balafant will be at first. Jim Honachick of the American League will be at second. And Frank Descoli of the National League will be at third. Down the right field foul line will be the American League's umpire, John Flaherty. And down the left field line will be umpire Augie Donatelli. The inviting right field wall remains a big uh, thing in this game. Now we can see what the uh, discussion is about. There is a ball that is caught in the screen up on that 40-foot uh, fence. And some of the members of the Brooklyn Bullpen Corps are trying to knock it out of there so that uh, there would be no question on perhaps a ball skidding off and bouncing off in a rather strange angle and maybe changing the entire complexion of the game. 
But the fans are jamming in Ebbets Field. The Dodgers are playing their last game at Ebbets Field. Regardless of who wins it, the series will move on to Yankee Stadium tomorrow. The weatherman says that the day will stay bright and sunny. Roger Craig has concluded his warm-ups and takes cover in the Brooklyn dugout. And Bob Grimm wants to take one or two final looks at how that ball is popping over there as he concludes his warm-up tosses. The umpires are moving out to their positions now. Bill Summers, repeating for you, will be at the plate. Dascoli will uh, find himself today at third base. And at second base will be Jim Honachick. And at first base will be Lee Belafant of the National League. There go the Dodgers out to the positions defensively. And the American League uh, champions, the New York Yankees, have their first batter, Elston Howard, picking himself out uh, his favorite piece of pine. And he's about ready to step out of that on-deck circle and ready now to carry you along. On the first half of the fifth game of the World Series, a real pleasure for me to present our partner on the series assignment, Al Helfer. Well, thank you very much, Bob Neal, and hi, everybody. Yes, we have an ideal day for it here at Ebbets Field in Brooklyn, USA. And as Bob told you, what wind we do have blowing is coming in from center field. But it's not going to be enough to hurt much at this particular time. The fly balls hit into the center field sector. And it's going to be interesting here this afternoon to see a couple of right-hand rookies going in the fifth game of the World Series. Young, likable kid from Durham, North Carolina, Raj Craig and an equally likable guy named Bob Grimm from New York City, residing right now in Brooklyn. So it's going to be quite something. And as this game starts, we might note for you, too, that Yogi Berra will be playing in his 38th World Series game. And 38, set by a catcher, Bill Dickey, in World Series play. He'll have that record tied today. So we're ready to go with Roger Craig on the mound. As Bob has already told you, Craig, 5-3 and three on the regular season, making his first, his very first, appearance in World Series play and getting the start to boot. And another note about Roger Craig is that he had never seen a World Series game until this year, other than uh, listening to it on radio and seeing it on television. So it's sort of a Cinderella story for this tall right-hander who is about to pitch to Elston Howard, who is batting at 214. The first pitch swung on a miss for strike one. Craig porting the fastball shoulder high. It's Craig on the mound for Brooklyn. Behind the plate, Roy Campanella. Gil Hodges at first base. At second, Jim Gilliam. Shortstop, Reese. Third base is Robinson. Outfield in the moment. Fastball poured across again, but this one's low. And the count on Howard is one ball and one strike. Elston has three hits, including a home run. Three hits for 13 at-bats in the series. Hitting a 2-14. Craig slips his glove and rubs the ball. Out takes his sign from Campanella. Summers down over the shoulder. Down comes the pitch, a curveball. Slow and outside. And the count on Howard is two balls and one strike. The Dodger left fielder is Sandy Amaros. Duke Snyder, who made a couple of very fine catches here yesterday defensively, is in center. And in right field, rifle-armed Carl Ferrillo. Bill Summers, the umpire in chief behind the plate. Watches this one sailing there, and so does Hard. He swings on it and misses for strike two. Two balls and two strikes. The count on Elston Howard, the leadoff man for the Yankees in the top half of the first inning. This young fellow out there pitching now for Brooklyn. Had the second best earned run average on the Brooklyn staff this year. 2.77. Right-hander throws a curve. It snapped off outside about knee high. Three balls and two strikes. That's a count on Elston Howard, the Yankee leadoff man. 
There are plenty of people here in the stands this afternoon. Jam-packed. Series all tied at two and two. Fastball swung and a miss to strike three. O'Hara goes down swinging and a lusty swing it was too. So young Craig has his first strikeout in World Series play. That'll bring up Irv Noren, who is batting in the series at 0-83. He has one for 12. Center fielder Irv Noren, one out, nobody on, top of the first inning, no score. Irv Noren hitting left-handed. He digs in about three quarters deep at the plate with a straightaway stance to the pitcher. The outfield plays him straight away, right side of the infield deep. Robinson playing a shallow third. Craig's fastball is low. One ball, no strikes. Everyone sort of sitting back with anticipation. They're expecting that this one might explode. From here on, each advantage counts. Craig's fastball, small and a miss for strike line. One ball, one strike is the count to Irv Noren. This young fellow just ran back and firing that apple in there. Craig has a pretty good change of pace. Has a pretty good, uh, as the boys of trade call it, a wrinkle. Got a fast curveball. And then he throws all of it with about the same motion. Gangly right-hander delivers a curve, and Noren tries to bunt it and foul tips it. That's strike two. One ball and two strikes. Roy Campanella gets a new ball from plate umpire Summers and fires it back to Craig, who walks down off the mound to take it. I've often wondered how a young fellow like this feels, making his first World Series start. First time he's ever been in the World Series. Gets a chance to start a ball game. Now the one-two delivery by Roger Craig. Young fella pumps, twists, and throws. Fastball, Noren after it hits a high popper. Going out into short left field. Going back to shortstop, Reese. Under, flips the glasses, and he's got it. So we have a second out here in the top of the first inning. Two down, and the batter is Gil McDougal, who has four hits in 17 tries in the 55 series. His percentage stands at 235. Gil has hit one of the five Yankee home runs manufactured so far during this series. The Dodgers have hit six. The Yankees have powdered five of them. Gill kicking them out out of his spikes. Steps up to the plate, looks down at Frankie Crosetti, coaching behind third to see what kind of sign might be on, if anything. Bill Dickey in the shadows over at first. Craig is ready. Young fellow delivers three-quarter overhand pitch. Swung on, hit back of second base. Reese goes over, knocks the ball down, can't come up with it. And McDougal is on. Reese had to range over to his left. Knocked the ball down, and he will be charged with an error, not being able to pick it up to make his play. Oh, the captain draws a miscue. That'll be the fourth error in the series for Brooklyn. A runner is on. And Yogi Berra batting at 385 for the series, stepping up to the plate. Left-hand hitter has five base knocks for 12 at-bats. Craig in a little trouble now, but not of his own doing. Checks his runner, McDougal, at first. Delivers the plate. Barra swings on a low, fast curve and doesn't get it. That's strike one. 
Bill Dickey, standing out at first base coaching for the Yankees, appeared in 38 World Series games as a catcher. Yogi Berra ties that mark this afternoon. Craig checks his runner, McDougal, delivers the plate. Barra swings on a tight curve and off the hands and misses for strike two. Two down, one on in the top of the first inning here at Ebbets Field. Fifth game of the World Series. Tomorrow, the activity will come from the Yankee Stadium. Barrow waits. McDougal leads at first. Down comes the pitch. Yogi swings on it. Taps one up the first baseline. Hodges has it. Tags Yogi Berra going by, and that's all. Very sure hands of Gil Hodges hold on to that ball. No runs for the New York Yankees in the top of the first inning. They had no base hits. There was one Brooklyn error, and one man was left on. So the score at the end of half an inning. The Yankees nothing. The now coming to bat Brooklyn Dodgers have nothing. End of the last half of inning number one of the scoreless fifth game of the World Series. Let's set the Yankees defensively. Bob Grimm, well put together right-hander, is on the mound for the New York Yankees, making his first World Series start and his second appearance here in this World Series. The rookie right-hander with a record of 7-5 and five on the regular season. His battery mate, the veteran Yogi Berra. At first, Eddie Robinson. At second, Billy Martin. The shortstop is Phil Rizzuto. At third is Gil McDougall. Out in left field, Elson Howard. The center fielder, Irv Morin. In right field, Joe Collins. Jim Gilliam, who has four hits for 14 times up in the series, batting at 286, steps in. Last half of the first inning. Now let's see what Bob Grimm is able to do. Bob pumps once. Delivers an overhand fastball, and that was whistled through there. Tanis for a strike, and that was a good pitch. Right on the inside corner, Tanis. Bob Grimm, who was troubled with a nailing arm during the season, has certainly come back. Big curveball to Gilliam hangs high right up to the letters. So the count is one ball, one strike on the Brooklyn lead offer. He'll be followed by Reese and then by Snyder. Gilliam waggles that bat back and forth. McDougal comes in to play him shallow and close to the line at third. Grimm's big curveball backs Gilliam off. Two balls, one strike. The outfield is fanned around the right to Gilliam. Not too much, but in right field, Collins is playing deep almost back to the red cinder track. Robinson about two steps off the first baseline, playing deep behind first, and Martin in the hole between first and second playing deep. The big hole in the outfield is in left center. The pitch swung on by Gilliam and missed. A strike two. Jim went after a medium-speed fastball in off the fists. Two balls, two strikes on Gilliam. First man up for the Dodgers. Last half of the first inning. No score in the ball game. No base runners. Just getting underway. Each side having won two games. The four that have been played right up to this minute. Grimm's 2-2 delivery. Curveball swung on and trickle up the first baseline. Robinson comes in, makes the pickup, and steps over on first, and Gilliam is out. One away in the last of the first. That'll bring on Captain Reese, batting at 375 in the series. Reese has six base hits and 16 times up. He'll be followed by Duke Snyder. One out, base is empty. Last of the first, no score. 
Outfield for Reese plays him slightly shaded over to right. The big hole in the outfield is in left center. Reese can poke that ball to right pretty well. Fastball to him is taken under the knees, and that's ball one. They tell me that Grimm will not hesitate when he's in trouble to come in with that fastball of his, particularly when uh, his control is with him. Now Grimm sets, delivers, Reese takes, a let-up curveball, and this one's under the knees. That's ball two. Reese checking around with Billy Herman, the coacher at third. See what kind of sign might be flashed around. Jake Pittler clapping his hands together back of first. He handles the first base traffic for the Dodgers. Rizzuto moving back a step or two at shortstop, and McDougal standing just off the bag at third. Grim ready now. His 2-0 delivered to Reese. Fastball. This one's low. That's ball three. Yes, sir. They're playing for all the marbles now. Dodgers had to fight back to get even in the series. Now their feeling is that they have to go twice as hard now to keep it from slipping away. Grim delivers. A nice fastball for a strike. Restarted to chunk the bat away to go to first, and Bill Summers called him back. The count on Reese, three balls, one strike, one out, nobody on. Last half of the first inning, no score. A lot of bright, brilliant sunlight here on this Sunday afternoon in the borough of Brooklyn. Makes it very pleasant, as Bob has already told you. Fastball, low outside for ball four, and with one out, Reese draws the first free ticket. So, by virtue of the walk itself, Grimm finds himself in as much trouble as young Roger Craig had in the first inning. And Duke Snyder, who has hit two home runs in the series, batting at 294, five hits for 17 at-bats, and five runs batted in is coming up to the plate. Grimm checks his runner. Delivers a slow curveball. It's swung on and hit down to the right side. Martin gobbles it up. Goes to Rizzuto for one. The slide in by Reese keeps Rizzuto off stride. He cannot make his throw to first. So it results in a force out with Snyder taking station at first base. So it's 4 6 force out at second. And that brings up Roy Campanella. Two down, a runner at first. And Campanella, who has hit two of the Dodgers' six home runs in the series. Is batting at 333. He has six for 18. If you recall, he went 0 for 8 before he got a base hit in the series. Then he opened with a smashing home run. Grimm checks Snyder at first. Looks down at Campanella. Now delivers to him, and Campy takes low and outside. Ball was into the dirt. Yogi Berra came up with it nicely. One ball, no strikes. That's the count on Roy Campanella. Grim to the top of the stretch and a check of the runner once more. Snyder leads off about two steps. Pitches to the plate to Campanella and slow and outside. And that one almost got away from Barrow. Two balls, no strikes.
Only four men in this entire series have hit safely in each ball game so far. Two on each side of the fence. Reese and Snyder have done so for the Dodgers. And Berra and McDougal for the Yankees. Now Grimm is set. It's 2-0 pitch to Campanella. In it comes. Campy takes low and outside. He started to go for that one and changed his mind. Well, the count on Campanella now is three balls and no strikes. Last half of the first inning. Two down, one on. Snyder at first. There is no score. Grimm turns his back on the action at home plate. Rubs up that ball. Looks out at the scoreboard, trying to compose himself. The wind seems to have shifted slightly now and is coming in from right center rather than straightaway center. There isn't too much of it. Snyder leads off at first. Down comes the pitch to Campy, laid through there for the strike. Three and one on Campanella. Getty Robinson at first, holding the inside corner on Snyder. Who wanders off just about two steps, and that's all. Grim ready. Three ones the plate, and Campanella takes the curve in for a strike. Grim wasn't laying anything in there too good for Campy to hit at. He put a wrinkle on it. Now for the 3-2 delivery. Let's see what Snyder's going to be doing with two down. He may be moving. Yep, there he goes. The pitch is called strike three. Campanella started to throw his stick away and go off the first. Summers fired up the right hand. So Grimm, like Craig, gets out of the first inning. No runs. There were no base hits in the first inning for the Brooklyn Dodgers. A walk left a man on. And there was one strikeout. Grimm chalks it up. So the score at the end of one full inning of play, the fifth game of the World Series, it is the Yankees nothing, the Brooklyn Dodgers have nothing. Coming up for the New York Yankees as the leadoff man in the second inning, the number five hitter in the order, Joe Collins. A guy who can break a ball game up for you in a twinkling of an eye. Joe in this series hit a pair of home runs for the New York Yankees. Joe Collins, right Those are the two hits he has for eight tries. He's batting at 250. He'll be followed by Eddie Robinson and then by second baseman Billy Martin. Roger Craig fires the first pitch into this left-hand hitter, and it's outside for ball one. Bill Summers wanted to take a look at that baseball. Gives Campanella a new one. So Craig is ready. Go again to Collins. Stand out, stand out there, scrounging that ball around the palms of his hands. Now he leans forward to take his sign, and Collins, standing deep at the plate, feet together, puts that bat high off his left ear. Swings on his pitch and pops it back foul. Ball coming back to the screen gives Collins a count of one ball, one strike. Yes, sir, there are 18 pretty grim-lipped guys on the field this afternoon. Each one of them out there with a purpose. Craig chewing gum a mile a minute. Pumps once and delivers 1-1. His curved ball hangs high up at the shoulder and outside for ball two. Two and one on Collins. First batter up for the Yankees here in the second inning. No score. Outfield fan around the right and playing deep for Collins. Right side of the infield deep. Fastball and Collins peels this one back foul to the screen for strike two.
Two balls, two strikes. Collins, a left-hand hitter. Robinson, a left-hand hitter. Both of them pretty good-sized guys. And followed by the right-hand hitting Billy Martin. That Martin's quite a spark plug. Make no mistake about it. He chatters from the time he hits that field until he hangs up his spikes. Now the 2-2 delivery by Roger Craig. Rares back, throws a big curve in there, and it's inside tight up against the hips for ball three. So Craig is in danger now of working, walking the first man to face him here in the second inning. Collins back to get a double handful of dry dirt. Now steps in, takes his position. This time he closes his stance a little more. 3-2 pitch by Roger Craig. Then it comes. Curveball high for ball four. So Collins walks to lead things off here for the Yankees in the second inning. That's the first base on balls given up by Craig. Heading now will be Eddie Robinson getting his first starting chance in the 55 series. He's been called upon three times as a pinch hitter. And not until uh, yesterday was he able to actually swing at the ball. He got a base hit, so he's one for one, batting at a thousand. Big Robbie moving in. Big good-looking fella. Leans over the plate. Craig offers him a curve, and it's into the dirt on the inside for ball one. When this Robinson gets that bat back on his shoulder, bears up the alley at the pitcher, just looks as though he's saying, go ahead, boy, put it in there. Go ahead, dare you to. He's that belligerent look. Craig checks his runner, delivers, Robinson takes, shaded off outside for ball two. It's fastball. Collins at first, nobody out, top of the second, no score. Robinson the batter with a count of two balls, no strikes. Craig's got his work cut out for him here, and he knows it. Looks over at first, watching Collins. Now he delivers the plate. Robinson swings on the curve and doesn't get it. That's strike one. And Robbie was really winding up on it. This is Eddie Robinson, the Yankees' first baseman. They've used Scarin, Collins, Robinson. All season long. 2-1 delivery to Robinson. Down it comes. It's taken outside and high for ball three. So Craig got himself behind to Eddie Robinson. It's always pretty tough getting behind to these big fellas who can lose that ball for you. It means you got to come in for something at least good enough to get it over. These fellas are always waiting to jump on it. Now the 3-1 delivery. Collins leads off first. There he goes. The pitcher swung on. There's a drive hit into right field. It's starting to curve now. It's going foul and into the spectators. So they were playing hit and run on young Craig. The result is a 3-2 count now on Robinson, and Eddie and uh, Joe Collins has to come all the way back. Talking about Collins, here's a little oddity for you. Collins has scored six times on two hits, twice on home runs and four times on walks. Every time he's walked, he's scored. Well, we'll see whether history repeats itself or not. So far here at Ebbets Field, it's scoreless. We're in the top of the second. Nobody out. Collins at first. 3-2 count on Robinson. Young Roger Craig, the Durham North Carolinian. Out there shaking off Roy Campanella. 
Now the kid's ready. Whirls throws to first. Not in time. Collins has to come back in on his hands and knees. Now he takes his lead again. Craig ready. Three twos. The plate is the runner. Breaks pitch swung on and fouled back to the screen. The count holds at three and two. Collins comes wandering back to first base. Now Joe takes his lead. Hodges holds the inside corner. Robinson looking around. See if all hands are ready. They are. Now he takes his stance at the plate. Craig is also ready. Looks over at Collins. Checks him. Close to the top of the stretch. Delivers as Collins breaks the pitches inside. And low for ball four. Collins then slows up, moves into second as Robinson takes station at first. And that's going to be a signal for some activity down in the Brooklyn bullpen. As Craig walks a pair here, then the second inning with nobody out. Billy Martin comes up now. Billy has driven in three runs in the series so far. He's had five base hits for 14 at-bats, and the right-handed hitter is going along at 3-5-7. Well, the Yankees have a pretty good-looking threat brewing here as Don Besson gets up and starts to throw down in the Brooklyn bullpen. Gil Hodges playing up shallow with first and second occupied. Robinson playing up just behind the rim of the infield grass at third. He has to be able to cover third should uh, Joe Collins come charging down for it. And still he has to be uh, up far enough should Martin try to bunt to move the runners along to get them in better scoring position. So we shall see what we shall see. Craig is ready. Checks his runners. Delivers a plate. Martin swings on his pitch and lifts a high fly ball down the left field line. That's starting to curve now and goes into the stands out of play. So there was no bun on that one. Martin had the green light to go ahead. Now he's counted strike one. Nobody out for the Yankees here in the top of the second inning. Collins at second. Robinson at first, both men having been walked. Martin rides Fred Eagle's stance. Plate levels that bat off and lays it on his shoulder. Now Craig is ready, checks his runners, delivers 0-1, pitch is swung on, tapped back to the mound. Craig is up with it, his only play can go to first. He makes that play and the runners advance. So that's all for Martin. Rizzuto will be coming up and uh, while Phil comes up there, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. Walter Alston comes off the Brooklyn bench. He wants to talk to his infield. Reese comes in from shortstop to get into conversation along with uh, Roy Campanella and young Roger Craig. The situation here in the top of the second inning, one out for the New York Yankees. Joe Collins is on at third. Eddie Robinson is on at second base. Neither are the fastest men in the world, but they're in good scoring position. There is one out, and there is no score as of the moment. Young Roger Craig is doing the Brooklyn pitching. He was the starter here, and Don Besson is in the bullpen, warming up for Brooklyn right now. The batter is Phil Rizzuto, and you can expect most anything from this cage a little veteran. He's just finished talking to third base coach Frankie Crossetti. So he's come down now to take his station. Robinson is trying to play as deep as he can. 
to keep uh, Collins close to third. The infield is pulled up. Down comes the pitch. Rizzuto swings and pops it up. Right outside of first base in foul territory, and it's Hodges to make the catch for the second off. Now it's up to Bob Grimm. That was the big important out for young Craig to be getting here in the second inning, should he want to remain alive in this game. Now it's up to Bob Grimm. This young fella can strike quite a blow on his own behalf. His right-hand hitter stands straight away, wide, spread apart. Swings in the first pitch and doesn't get it as Craig offered him that little curveball. Strike one. On the regular season, Grimm batted at 120. Craig Reddy serves up to him. Fastball swung on and trickled off foul off the third baseline. Well, Craig's got him down to strike two. Two down in the top of the second inning. Roger Craig walked the first two men to face him. Joe Collins and Eddie Robinson. Then he got Martin and Rizzuto, and now he's working to Grimm. There's no score in the ball game. Dodgers playing their normal positions, normal depth on the infield. Down comes the pitch. Swung on. There's a bounding ball to third. Robinson up with it. Throws to first in time. And Craig's out of the inning. So it's held scoreless. And despite the fact that Craig walked the first two men to face him in the inning, it was not fatal. No runs. There were no base hits. No errors. Two men were left on. The Yankees now have stranded three. And going to bat a pair of times. So the score at the end of one and a half innings of play remains. The Yankees nothing. And the Brooklyn Dodgers have nothing. Well, I think we can all see by the way uh, these boys are going at it here this afternoon that they all realize the big blue chips are down. They're playing it right down to the hill. The Yankees had a pretty good opportunity in the second inning and weren't able to cash in. Now let's see what the Dodgers are able to do in their half of the second. With Carl Ferrillo, Gil Hodges, and Jackie Robinson coming up in that order. Bob Grimm, who had to see the Yankee scoring threat go over the boards and help but do so himself, will pitch to Perillo, who is batting at 3-5-3. Carl has six base hits, and he's been up 17 times, has one home run. Grimm ready. Throws fast curveball, it backs Perillo away from the plate, that's ball one. Grimm pumps one time, throws a curve, it snaps off outside and low. Two balls, no strikes. The count on Carl Ferrillo, hitting number five in the Dodger order. Then comes Hodges, who is on deck right now. Curve ball, swung on line, right to McDougal. Right in his tracks, Gil flags it down, so there's the first out. Gil Hodges is hitting a 250 in this series. He has four for 16. Has one home run. Brooklyn's classy first baseman digging in. 
Big right-hand hitter. Got a pair of hands on him. Looks like a pair of number six scoops. Grim ready. Whistles the pitch in there and hodges after it. Peels it back foul off to the right of our broadcasting booth. Strike one. Count on Hodges. One out, nobody on. Last of the second, no score. Neither pitcher has given up a base hit to the opposition as yet. We've had only one miscue of field, and that's on the Dodgers' side of the fence. But it didn't hurt as far as the uh, scoring column is concerned. Down comes the pitch to Hodges, right under the chin. One ball, one strike. Jackie Robinson is on deck to hit next for Brooklyn. Grimm taking his sign from Barrett deliberately. Pumps one time, delivers an overhand curve. It's ripped into left field for a base hit. Oh, Hodges is on. He makes his turn at first base. Nelson hired up the ball, fires it into shortstop Rizzuto, and Hodges is content with a single. Jackie Robinson gets around the applause. One out, one on for Brooklyn. Last half of inning number two. First base hitting the ball game, and Robinson hitting a two, a 200 is coming up. Robbie has had three for 15 series play this year. Has driven in no runs. Grimm tries his fastball on Jackie, and it's low for ball one. Big Eddie Robinson holding first base against Gil Hodges. Gill standing there with hands on hips, waiting for Grimm to climb up to the top of the mound before he takes his lead. Now he takes that lead. Grimm is set, checks his runner. Overhand curveball, Robinson hits a line drive to Rizzuto. A quick throw over to first base, not quite in time. Almost got it, Hodges, but not quite. Boy, that Rizzuto can get that ball away in a twinkling of an eye. Well, we have the second out. Batter is Sandy Amorose. Sandy's played in a couple of ball games now. He's had two base hits for four times up, batting at 500. Has one run batted in. Left-hand hitter with a straightaway stance. Bummett keeps waggling that bat back and forth. Grimm is ready, checks his runner. Delivers the plate. Amorose takes a slow curve. Popped in there nicely for a strike. So far, it's been quite a duel between Grimm and Craig. Bob out there tall on the way now for the Yankees. No one delivery to Amorose. Slow curve, and Sandy takes this one inside off the belt buckle. One ball, one strike. Grimm taking time to massage the ball. Puts his right foot up on the rubber. Looks back over his left shoulder. Takes a gander at Hodges, watching his lead. Now he looks at Amrose. Delivers 1-1 to Sandy, and it's low. That's ball two.
So far, no score in this one. Last half of the second, two down, one on. We've had only one base hit in the ball game, and the guy at first base, Gil Hodges, is the fellow who had the base hit, single to left. Two undelivered Amorose, curveball, and Amorose swings on it, gets a hold of it. There's a pretty well-jolted ball going deep in the right field. It is over the screen, out on the Bedford Avenue for a two-run home run for Sandy Amorose. Amorose gets his first World Series home run and puts the Brooklyn Dodgers out in front here in the last half of the second inning, two to nothing. That will be the seventh home run in this series for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Up at the plate now is Roger Craig, tall, skinny right-hand pitcher, swings on the first one, doesn't get it, that's strike one. I can well imagine that Craig standing up there at the plate right now feels much better about the situation. He tries to bunt the next pitch and doesn't make that one either, so that's strike two. Fans are still buzzing. Little Sandy Amorose. It's not much bigger than a half a pound of soap after a hard day's washing. Curveball inside off the chest. Craig gives him ball one. One ball, two strikes. So there's some Dodger power here popping out where actually it has been least expected. Tail end of the batting order. Sandy Ambrose sitting in the number eight spot manufacturing a two-run homer. Grim delivers. Craig backs off McCurve in off the shoulder. Two balls and two strikes. Boy, you should have seen Sandy Amorose coming around the bases. Proud, <laughs> head back. Man, he looked like a horse running for the roses. Pitch to the plate is outside Craig for ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Craig comes down, or Grimm comes down to Craig. 3-2, high and outside for ball four. So he walks his opposing Monsman. That'll be the second base on balls given up by Grimm. He's now given up two runs, two hits, two bases on balls. He struck out one man. And we move off to the top of the batting order for Jim Gilliam. Here in the second inning, Gilliam coming up with Roger Craig at first base. Gilliam led off in the ball game for Brooklyn. In the first inning, hitting a ball down to the right side, just wide of first base, and Eddie Robinson handled it flawlessly and stepped on first to get him. Grim sets, checks his runner, Craig, delivers the plate. Gilliam hitting left-handed takes a let-up curve in there for a strike. Last of the second, two down, one on, two nothing Brooklyn. Rob Grimm ready. 
Looks at Craig at first. Feeds the plate a fastball, and it's over right at the knees for strike two. No balls, two strikes on Jim Gilliam. If you're a Yankee fan, you're looking to the third inning. It'll be Howard Norton and McDougal up in that order. In the third for the Yankees. Grimm sets again. Looks at Gilliam. Delivers a fastball, and Gilliam after it rips it out into right center field. That's going to be in for a base hit. Craig is going down to second. He keeps on leg, and the throw comes into second base, and Gilliam holds it first. But Gilliam pops one out into right center field for a base hit. To get his pitcher, Roger Craig, down to third with two down. About an hour will be Pee Wee Reese. And that's at number three off Grimm, and we're going to have some action, I think, down in the Yankee bullpen. Nope, not yet. Not yet. Billy Martin over-talking to uh, Grimm. Slams the rosin bag down on the ground. Situation here in the last of the second. There are two outs for Brooklyn. They've scored two runs on Sandy Amaros' home run. Hodges was aboard when Sandy put it over the screen. Right field out on the Bedford Avenue, which is just behind the ballpark here. Now Reese is up there. Pitch to Peewee's over to knees for strike. Reese drew one of the two walks given up so far by Grimm when he came up in the first inning. So Peewee still hitting at 375 for series play. Gilliam, a pretty good base runner, leads off at first. Craig steps off at third. Grimm ready. Delivers to Reese. A curveball. It backs him away from the plate. Comes in knee high. Makes the ball one. One ball and one strike. If Reese should get on, Duke Snyder will be up there to wave the willow. They're squirming around down at Yankee bullpen now. So far, no one has gotten up to throw, but they're sort of moving and fidgeting. Grim ready. So is Reese. The runners lead. And down comes the pitch. Reese after it hits a bounding ball to McDougal. He's up with it very nicely. Throws to first base in plenty of time to retire the side. So that's all for the Brooklyn Dodgers here in the second inning. But they do break the ice. Picking up two runs on three base hits. There were no errors and two men were left on. So the score at the end of two full innings of play. The Brooklyn Dodgers now have two and the visiting New York Yankees have nothing. With the band playing in the background here at Ebbets Field, they're hooping it up a bit. We go to the top of the third inning and the top of the Yankee batting order for Elston Howard. He'll be followed by Irv Norin and then by Gil McDougal. Roger Craig back to the mound to work his third inning in World Series play. Finds himself ahead by two runs. Elston Howard came up in the first inning and Roger Craig on fastballs and a fast curve struck him out. So he's 0 for 1. Last pitch down from the mound by young Craig. Storm through to second base to Gilliam. Robinson takes the ball on a flip around the infield, walks over, says something to young Craig, and uh, flips the ball to him on hand. Craig steps up to the mound. Elston Howard, right-hand hitter, feet wide, spread apart. Beats the meat end of the bat down on the rubber of home plate, and we're ready to go. 
2-0 Brooklyn going into the top of the third inning. Each side having won two ball games in the four that have been played previous to this one. Craig sets now and delivers. Sidearm curve is in tight against the short ribs for ball one. Craig right back. Overhand fastball. And this one's at the knees for strike one. One ball, one strike on Elston Howard. Craig tries again, hard after a tight curve, doesn't get this one. That's strike two. Tried to fall away from that one, hit it into left field. Reese playing deep at shortstop, midway between second and third. Robinson down near the line, deep behind third. Outfield almost straight away to Howard. They're playing him deep. Craig tries to let up curveball, and this one snapped off outside for ball two. Bill Summers, the plate umpire, for this fifth game of the series. Looking down off the shoulder of Campanella now as Craig serves two and two. Howard swings and misses for strike three. I don't know what that Craig saw on, but Howard was really going for it. Threw him a little break and stuff, and it was enough. That's the second strikeout for Craig. Victim both times has been Howard. Irv Noren popped a shortstop back on the left field grass in the first inning. Reese handling. And now the left-hander steps up for his second at-bat in this game. He's had one base hit and 13 times up. Series. Grips up somewhat on the handle of the bat. Holds the bat high above his left ear. Craig's first pitch is under his knees for ball one. One ball, no strikes. One out, nobody on top of the third. Brooklyn leads two to nothing. Berkey Craig serves up the pitch and it's outside. Norn started to go and checked up in time. Two and nothing. More people sitting on the edges of seats here this afternoon. Rubbing her hands together. Thank goodness. Overhand fastball is fired right through at the waist. Irv Norton's count. Two balls, one strike. Norton pushes that bat away from him and holds it high. Craig comes in with a fastball that's laced out into left field. Sandy Amros over to his right. Gathers it in for out number two. Line drive to the left fielder, and that'll bring on Gil McDougal with the bases empty and two down. You know, it's something to, uh, to sit here and just watch the way various members of a ball club can spark their team at a given interval. Players like uh, Rizzuto and Reese, Martin, Hodges, Robinson. At any given time, they may be able to come up with just the right thing to say to the guy upon whose shoulders the pressure has been centered. Craig delivers a high curve to McDougald for ball one. 
We've seen a lot of evidence of it in this series so far. Craig throws a curveball and swung on and missed for strike one. Gill tried to partially check his swing on that one. One ball and one strike. Craig throws a let-up curveball. It's hit on three hops to short. Reese comes up with it, fires across to Hodges in time, and McDougal is out. So the Yankees go away quietly here in the third inning. First time they've gone down in apple pie order. Nothing across, and the score at the end of two and one-half innings of play remains Brooklyn two, and the Yankees have nothing. Now with the last half of any number three here in the fifth game of the series, Duke Snyder, who is 0 for 1, is coming up. Duke hitting left-handed. Grimm serves up a curve, and Duke lays off it and takes it, and it's through there for a strike. Snyder forced Reese at second base in the first inning for the second out in the first inning. Bob Grimm, getting ready. Young fireballer throws the fastball, and it's over for strike two. Now the 0-2 delivery on the Duke. Overhand fastball, just a little high. One ball, two strikes. Just the start of the last half of the third inning. Brooklyn leads it two to nothing. Grimm taking care of that ball out there. Slips his glove back on his hand. Snyder patiently waiting. Now the bearer's mitt comes up as a target, and Grimm is ready to pitch on the one-two count. Bears back, throws a big curve in there, and Duke after it hits a high drive deep in the right field. Collins backs up and watches it. We're watching it, too, and it's over the right field screen for a home run for Duke Snyder. Snyder hits his eighth World Series home run, and oddly enough, it's the eighth home run in this series for the Brooklyn Dodgers. And they move out in front now, three to nothing. That'll be the sixth run batted in for Duke in the series, hit number four, and run number three off Grimm. So the parade of power continues. Roy Campanella is the batsman. He was called out on strikes to retire the side in the first inning. Takes a fastball, laid across the chest, inside for ball one. Grimm tries again. Pitch is swung on and hit out into center field. Irv Noren makes a nice running, diving catch. And I think he may have hurt himself. He really dived out to his right to make a fine catch on that one. He'll get a nice round of applause, and rightly so. Robbed Roy Campanella of perhaps extra bases.
Boy, that Irv Norton really came out of nowhere for that one. He had to dive. That was the only way he could do it. The batter for Brooklyn now is Carl Ferrillo. As soon as we find out what happens with Carl, we'll have time for station identification around the network, so don't run away, fellas. Overhand fastball to Perilla was swung on a miss for strike one. Oh, what a catch by Irv Norin. You like to see competitive spirit like that. Grim 0-1's a plate, fastball, shaded in off, uh, off on the inside for ball one. One ball, one strike. Carl Ferrillo leaning over the plate. He's 0 for 1 today. Hit a ball well, but lined it right to Gil McDougald in the second inning. Watches a curve break in there nicely for a called strike. That's the second one. One ball, two strikes on Ferrillo. One out. One run has been scored here in the third, and Brooklyn leads it. Three to nothing. Home runs have accounted for all of the Brooklyn runs. Hodges was on when Ambrose unloaded his first World Series home run, which came in the second. Then Snyder added to it in this inning. Pitch to the plate is high. To Perillo, right up to the face. That's ball two. Two balls and two strikes. On deck to go next is Gil Hodges. He got the first base hit in the entire game when he singled the left field in the second inning. Now the pitch to Carl Ferrillo. Grim taking time, and Carl calls for time and backs away for the moment. Now he's back in. Bill Summers says, go ahead, Grim, and make your pitch. Here it comes. Curveball swung on a miss for strike three. So before Hodges gets up there now with two down, let's pause ten seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. Two down, the base is empty, and Gil Hodges standing in. Last half of inning number three. Brooklyn leading three to nothing. Grimm delivers a fastball and drills it through at the knees for strike one. Outfield playing just about straight away for Gil. The big hole in the outfield, however, is in right center. Gill comes after a fastball offered by Grimm. Doesn't get this one either. That's strike two. Barra hangs out the sign. Grimm signs for it. Go to pitch. Big curveball snapped off low and outside. One ball and one strike. One ball and two strikes. Two down the third. The base is empty. Snyder, with his leadoff home run, has given the Dodgers their third run. They lead 3-0. Grim pumps. Delivers one and two to Hodges. Curve ball, and Gill swings and misses for strike three. Very nice curve snapped off the end of the bat. That'll be the third strikeout for Grimm. And here in the third inning for Brooklyn, one run on Snyder's home run. That was the hit in the inning. There were no errors. Nobody was left on. Score at the end of three full innings of play now. It's Brooklyn three, and the New York Yankees have nothing. To start the fourth inning for the New York Yankees, Yogi Berra, hitting number four in the order, will be the first man up. He'll be followed by Collins and then by Robinson. 
Three to nothing ball game in favor of the Brooklyn Dodgers and young Roger Craig making his first World Series appearance, starting the ball game for the Dodgers. Still out there to go. Barra is over one. Swings on this pitch and hits a line shot deep to right field. It's up against the scoreboard. Carl Perillo playing it off, fires it into second so rapidly that Yogi has to hold on at first with a single. And there is the first hit off Roger Craig. And make no mistake about it, it was a good clean one. Boy, Yogi really got a hold of it. Joe Collins was walked in the second. So he's coming up for his first official at bat now. Yogi Berra, the Yankee base runner at first. Now, if young Craig had any pressure on his shoulders, worrying about a no-hitter, he can forget about it. Berra leads off first. Pitch to Collins. Inside and low. Fastball. One ball, no strikes. Top of the fourth inning. Brooklyn leading. Three runs, four hits. Yankees, no runs, one hit. Craig checks his runner, comes to the plate with a curveball, and Collins backs off and takes that one inside off the hips for ball two. Jackie Robinson comes over from third to have a word or two with this rookie right-hander. Collins obligingly stepping away from the plate to get a handful of dirt, kick the mud out of his spikes. Count on Joe, playing right field for the Yankees this afternoon. Count on him is two balls, no strikes. One on, nobody out. Top of the fourth inning. Yogi Barra leads it first. Pitched Collins, swung on. Hit back foul right to the screen. Two balls, one strike. Craig has a new ball to work with. Looks over to see how far Yogi Berra has moved off first. And he sees with this left-hand hitter up there that... Hodges moves back to his fielding depth with his pitches made and swung on and missed for strike two. Joe almost went down to his knees when he didn't connect with that one. Barra, hands behind his back. Now leans forward on his knees, right at first base. Hodges a couple of steps behind him, trying to hold him close. No outs, one on, top of the fourth inning for the Yankees. Now Barrett takes his lead. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Collins. Swung on and missed the strike three. Collins just shook his head. Craig fired him in a fine curveball that time. That's third strikeout for Roger. The batter is Eddie Robinson, whom he walked in the second inning. So he'll face the big left-hand hitter again with Yogi Barrett first and one down. Score, 3-0. Favor Brooklyn. Craig's all set now. Checks Yogi once more at first. Delivers the plate and Robinson swings and pops a foul back to the screen. Right up over our Gillette microphone. That's strike one. Robinson watches Craig's curveball go by, and it's low. Down on Big Eddie. 
One ball and one strike. One out, one on, top of the fourth. Yogi Berra getting the first base hit off Craig. Line smashed to the scoreboard in right center field. He's on at first base and leading off right now. 1-1 pitch. Robinson doesn't offer, and the pitch is outside. Two and one. Craig asks for the sign again and gets it from Campanella. There's that check of Yogi Barrett, first base. Craig delivers 2-1, and Robinson hits a slow curveball, foul down the first baseline. Moves his count up to an even status at 2-2. Two and two. Craig's all set again, so is Robinson. Barra starts his lead again at first base. 2-2 count on Robinson. Pitch is in, and Robinson takes it. Right off the fist, but inside tight. Three balls, two strikes. Now we'll see what Yogi is going to do. Whether they're going to have him running. Or whether he's going to be holding up. Yankees are behind the three runs. So he may be waiting to see whether or not uh, Robinson gets wood on the ball. Three to count. Craig to the top of the stretch. The check of the runner. There goes Yogi. The pitch is taken high outside for ball four. So that's the second time Robinson has been walked in the third pass given by Craig. But you can't give a guy like uh, Martin too many chances and expect him to go away empty-handed. Go to the well, I guess, just so often. Now, let's see what happens as Don Besson gets up and starts to throw down in the Brooklyn bullpen. Time is called for the moment. See what it's called about. Some discussion there at first base with Eddie Robinson and Bill Dickey. Now Thomas called back in. Runners at first and second. One out, top of the fourth inning. Brooklyn leads 3-0. Yogi off second. Down comes the pitch to Martin. Swung on a miss. Four strike one. He went after a tight curve right up to the letters. So it's another clutch situation for the Yankees. And Billy Martin standing right in the middle of it. Good, savvy ball player. Runners are taking their leads. In comes the pitch to Martin. No one outside. One ball and one strike. Craig taking plenty of time as he gets his sign. Looks back over his right shoulder, checking Barra at second. Then delivers to the plate a soft curve. Swung on by Martin. Looped out in left field. It's going to be in there for a base hit. Here comes Sandy Ambrose, up to the ball, makes his throw into the plate. Yogi Berra comes in to score, and Eddie Robinson goes to second. Now it's 3-1. to one. Billy Martin comes through. A looping fly ball to left for a single to drive in his fourth run in the series. That's hit number two and run number one off Roger Craig. So the tying runs are on now for the Yankees. Martin at first, big Eddie Robinson at second. And the batter do up is Phil Rizzuto, but it's not going to be Phil. 
It's going to be Big Moose Scarra. And Jerry Coleman gets off the Yankee bench to start warming up to take Rizzuto's place of field in the last half of the fourth inning. Muscarin, one of the Yankee first basemen, right-hand hitter, moving in. Scarin didn't play yesterday. He pinch hit in the eighth inning and fly to center field. But he was in the Yankee lineup for the third game of the series. He got two base hits for four times up. He got a double and a single. Down in the bullpen for the Brooklyn Dodgers, left-hander Carl Spooner has joined Don Besson on the firing line. So we got the situation moving here. Three to one. That's the score. The Yankees have broken the ice as far as they're concerned here in the fourth inning. Runners at first and second. One out. Craig delivers to the pinch hitter, scouring. It's low for ball one. Eddie Robinson takes his lead at second. Craig Reddy delivers to Skyron. The pitch is swung on and popped up in foul territory right behind the plate. Campanella waiting for it to come down. And he's got it. There's the second out. The runners hold. Two down in the top of the fourth. And the batter is Bob Grimm. And will Grimm come up to bat for himself? Let's see. He may or he may not. All depends. Yep, he's going to come up back for himself. For the Yankees, they have the tying runs on. It's 3-1 right now in favor of Brooklyn. Top of the fourth inning. Eddie Robinson at second. Billy Martin, who has driven in the first Yankee run here today, is on at first base. Bob Graham, the pitcher, is coming up. Robinson threw him out when he came up his first at bat. Graham choking up on the handle of the bat. As Craig goes to the top of the stretch. Delivers an overhand curveball and swung on and hit right to Pee Wee Reese on a soft liner. Well, that's all for the Yankees here in the fourth inning. However, they pick up one run. Two base hits, there were no errors, and two men were left on. They've now stranded five and going to bat four times. And the score at the end of three and one half innings of play. The Brooklyn Dodgers three, and the New York Yankees have one. (laughs) Defensively for the Yankees in the last half of inning number four, Jerry Coleman takes over at shortstop. Moose Scarron hit for Phil Rizzuto in the top of the fourth inning, so we have a new alignment on the infield. Eddie Robinson, the first baseman for the Yankees. Billy Martin at second, Jerry Coleman at short, and at third is Gil McDougal. The outfield remains the same. Of Elston Howard in left, Herb Noren in center field, and he's made the fielding play of the day. And at right field is Joe Collins. Grimm is still pitching, and behind the plate, Yogi Berra. Coming up for the Brooklyn Dodgers, the last third of their batting order, Jackie Robinson, followed by Sandy Ambrose, and then by Roger Craig. Three runs, four hits, one error for Brooklyn. One run, two hits, no errors for the New York Yankees. So we shall see what we shall see. Grim ready now. Delivers to Robinson. His pitch is low for ball one. Robbie hit a liner in the second inning. He's only time up so far today. 
Hit it on the line to Phil Rizzuto, who was then playing shortstop in the second inning. So he's 0 for 1. Grimm's fastball is hit foul back to the screen. Robinson's count, one ball and one strike. sets his 1-1 pitch an overhand curveball bites into the dirt and Robinson takes a count of ball two two balls and one strike last half of inning number four fifth game of the 55 World Series this is the advantage game for either team the team that should happen to come up with it fastball to Robinson is under his knees his count is three and one delivery. Grimm tries the fastball it's high inside for ball four. So Robinson draws a walk to open the fourth inning. That'll be the third base on balls. Surrendered by Grimm. Sandy Amorose comes up there. He turned out to be a slugger in the second inning. But he had a two-run home run to get the Brooks out in front 2 nothing. There's three runs batted in in the series now. Little left-hand hitter. Grimm pitches him, a curveball, it's over for a strike. McDougal is playing a shallow third up on the rim of the infield grass with this left-hand hitter up there, the right side of the infield deep, particularly Martin in the hole between uh, first and second. Now Billy comes up a step or two, play on the skin surface of the infield. Robinson holds the inside corner on Robinson. In comes the pitch, swung on by Sandy and missed the strike three. He went after a low curveball. No balls, two strikes. Jackie Robinson, the base runner at first. Eddie Robinson, the first baseman, holding against him. <laughs> See if Jackie puts on, on any of his antics as a base runner here in this game, as he has in the past. Takes his lead at first. Now the 0-2 pitch to Sandy Amarose. Down it comes. Sandy swings and strikes out. Curveball off the fists. Strikeout number four for Bob Grimm. The batter will be Roger Craig, who drew a pass in the second inning, so he's up for his first official time now. Roger Craig drawing his round of applause. Grimm ready to work to his opposing linesman. Delivers and Craig squares off to bunt, takes the pitch slow and outside. One ball and no strikes. Of course, the Yankees are expecting Craig to try to sacrifice the runner along, give Gilliam a chance to uh, drive him in. Robinson takes his lead, first base. See if Craig squares off again. They expect him to. He does, and pushes the bunt, but it's foul. Off to the right of the plate, goes back into the crowd. 
Out on Rods, one ball, one strike. New York's Governor Harriman, down behind the Dodger dugout, sort of getting to be a habit with him getting foul balls. He got either one or two yesterday, and he's just picked up one today. Be very careful there, Mr. Harriman. He'll be signed you to a contract. One-one delivery now on Roger Craig. Again, he squares off to bunt. This time, the pitch is high and outside, so he bluffs it and takes it. Two and one, down on Craig. Rob Grimm wanders around, pitcher's mound, goes down for the horizon bag, drops it, steps back up. Hides that ball behind his right hip. Looks over at Robinson. Jackie taking about a two-step lead. Now Grimm is ready. Delivers two and one to Craig, who this time does push the ball up the first baseline. Grimm is going to have to handle it. And fires to Billy Martin, who covers. And he's firing the ball over to Coleman, who cannot hold it. And Robinson, who had booked going to third, must go back to second. So all the sacrifice works. That's what it really amounts to. The young Martin playing heads-up ball tried to fire to Jerry Coleman to get Robinson, who had made his turn at second and was bluffing going on to third. Give that Robinson an inch, he'll take a mile. Martin's hurried throw on an off-balance, so it was. Went behind Coleman and out into left field, but Elston Howard had backed up the play so Robinson could go nowhere. Oh, we have the second out. Ooh, we'll see a lot of things played down to the teeth in this series. Jim Gilliam's the batter now. Grim pitches to Gilliam. Fires him a curveball, and they're good for a strike. Gilliam has one hit and two tries. He's singled to right center in the second inning. to one the score in favor of Brooklyn. Robinson is the base runner at second with two down. Grimm delivers to Gilliam a soft curveball. Let's hit off the rubber of home plate and trickle up toward the third base side. Off is McDougal to grab it and fire to first and Gilliam is off. So that retires the side here in the fourth inning. The Dodgers do not score. No runs. There were no base hits. A walk left a man on. Robinson died at second base. Four men have been left on now by the Dodgers. And at the end of four, the score, the Brooklyn Dodgers three, and the New York Yankees have one. Right now, it's the top of the fifth inning with Austin Howard standing in. Craig comes down with a fastball, and it's outside and low for ball one. Craig has struck out Austin Howard twice. So he's over two. Roger delivers... Soft curveball, it's low. Howard started to go for it and checked up to take ball two. Greg throws a curve and picks up the outside corner to knees. So Howard's count moves off to two balls, one strike. Campanella holds the mid up. 
Craig uses it as a target, fires in there, and Howard rips it out into left field for a base hit. Ambrose up with it, fires in to shortstop Reese. Howard is on. Well, the Yankees are trying to battle back here in the top of the fifth inning. Pick up the third base hit off Craig. Single to right, two singles to left for the Yankees. The batter is Irv Morin, who has gone over two. He's popped to short. He lined out to left field to Sandy Amaros when he came up in the third inning. Activity down in the Brooklyn bullpen. Don Besson, left-hander Carl Spooner. Craig's fastball is then off the knees to a left-hand hitter for ball one. Robinson moving over from third to have a word or two with young Craig. Three to one score. Brooklyn leads it. The Yankees are challenging again. Howard leads off first. Pitch is made to the plate. No one swings on it and pops it up in foul territory. Coming back deep to the screen is Campanella. Can he get it? He cannot. It's about two feet up on the screen. One ball and one strike. The count on Irv Norin. Bill Summers right back there with Campanella to see whether or not Campy was going to be able to make the catch. When you go to your ballpark, do you ever uh, watch the umpires run? They're right there on top of the plays, aren't they? It's one of the prime requisites. The umpire profession. We had you on up to get around, see what's going on. Now the 1-1 delivery to Irv Moran. Then it comes. Norton takes high and outside for ball two. Two balls, one strike on Irv. With Howard at first base for the Yankees here in the top of the fifth and nobody out. Three to one, Brooklyn over the Yankees in the fifth game of the series. Norton wiggles himself into position. Craig serves him up a slow curveball. It's hit off the end of the bat. Down to Gilliam at second. He's up with the shovels to Reese for one at second base. Throw to first, double play. the Dodgers come up with their eighth double play of the series, the first here this afternoon. That breaks the back of the big threat. Gilliam had to charge to make that play. Second to short to first. Two minutes quickly down in the top half of the fifth inning. About an hour will be Gil McDougal. Sure makes a pitcher feel a lot better, I know. Talk to many of them. They have defense like that behind them. Pitch to McDougal. There's a soft curve. It's laid in there to knees for a strike. Gill is 0 for 2 this afternoon. He was a base runner in the first inning on Reese's error at shortstop. And then in the third, he closed the side out. Well, Reese threw him out on a bounding ball from deep short. Big curve ball is inside off the fives. One ball, one strike is the count to McDougal. The base is empty in the top of the fifth inning, thanks to the double play. Craig ready to work again on the 1-1 count to McDougal. The right-hand hitter swings on his pitch and hits it outside of third foul on the ground. Runs his count to one and two. the ball. Roger Craig is all set and ready to go. The 
Craig checks off. His veteran battery mate, Campanella, now accepts the third set of signs. Delivers one and two, and McDougall takes a high curve off the shoulder. Started to twist after it, and then got away from it. Two balls, two strikes. Outfield playing just about straight away for Gill. Playing plenty deep. He can bang that ball for you. 2-2 pitch by Craig. An overhand curve ball swung on a puck foul back to the screen. Means a new ball in play now. Campanella fires it out to the mound. Craig takes a look at it. Then decides he doesn't want it. Says, uh, could I have another one? Bill Summers gives it to him. Bill McDougall with the count of two balls, two strikes. Two outs, bases empty, top of the fifth inning. Brooklyn leads it three to one. Rookie Roger Craig from Durham, North Carolina. Come call out pitches. McDougall takes a curve high and on the inside for ball three. Frankie Crosetti gets the attention of Gil McDougall. He steps back away from the plate to take a look at what Frankie wants. Then moves right back up there. Still have activity down in the Brooklyn bullpen. Carl Spooner, the left-hander. Don Besson, the right-hander for him. Now Craig's ready. The 3-2 pitch to Gil McDougall. Down at whistles. Inside for ball four. And before Yogi Berra gets up there to the plate, let's pause here ten seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. Two down, one on in the top of the fifth inning. Roger Craig has walked his fourth man, and Gil McDougal is the Yankee base runner. Yogi Berra got the first hit off Roger Craig, smacked one against the scoreboard as the leadoff man in the fourth inning. A single. Swings on his pitch and hits it right down to Hodges. He digs it out of the dirt, steps on first, ding, just that fast, and that's all. Well, that ball was smashed right at Hodges' feet, and he went right down in the dirt and picked it right up. No runs, one hit. The walk left the man on. And there were no errors in the inning. So the score, at the end of four and a half innings of play, remains Brooklyn three, and the New York Yankees have won. Well, we've had quite a ball game so far here at Ebbets Field. It's a 3-1 count, Brooklyn leading and they're scrapping to stay in the series along with the New York Yankees. And I know, sitting over here to my right, young fellow who has been observing and uh, knows that we have quite a ball game going. And he'll be calling the last section of it for you, so uh, let's all our rare ears back and listen to our buddy Bob Neal. Come on, Bob. Thank you very much, Al. I was especially interested in watching the look on Yogi's Berra on that drive that you so beautifully described, that sharply hit ground ball that Gil Hodges just seemed to reach down and seemed to have a big magnet in his glove, and there it was, and there was his foot on the bag, and Berra almost popped back. So the Dodgers displaying beautiful defensive ability. With a youngster out there today who's not only getting his first World Series start, but as Al told you earlier, is actually seeing his first World Series game. So the Dodgers come around the last half of the fifth inning. And the fifth inning in the previous games played in the series has been a big one for the Dodgers. Pee-wee Reese, the captain, who is looking for his first hit. He's walked once, takes a curveball from Bob Grimm, the slow outside for a ball. The outfield for the Yankees has Howard in left field, back near the wall. In right center, a few steps is Irv Norn, and Collins is around in right. Gail McDougall is playing about one step off the edge of the grass at third base, and deep at short is Jerry Coleman. And Grimm's ready, and he delivers a fastball swung on, a drive into right center field, moving over for it is Irv Norn, shading his glove, 
with his eyes with his glove and he makes the catch. Norn, who is a left-hand thrower and has that glove in his right hand in crossing over to right center, had that glove up, shading his eyes, got the glasses down and made the catch. So Pee Wee Reese goes out to Irv Norn in right center field and there's one away for the Dodgers in the last half of the fifth inning and here's Duke Snyder. Duke has a home run in two times at bat. He forced a run in the first. His home run in the third was a big drive. The Duker waits. A left-hand batter swings on a curve. He misses for a strike. Grimm has what they call in the trade a live arm. He can pump that fastball and it jumps. His curveball breaks sharply and his slider pops in there. And he has a good let-up. The outfielder on the right, out of respect for the Snyder, the Duker's big power. Takes a fastball high outside. It's one ball, one strike. Duke Snyder, wearing number four, moves up a little on the forward part of the batter's box. Has that left foot pulled back and away, and his right foot right at the corner of the foremost part of the plate. Billy Martin is back on the edge of the grass at second base. Eddie Robinson deep at first, and here's Grimm with the 1-1 delivery. Comes with a curve. It's swung on. It's missed. It's 1-2. and two. Duke Snyder steps back out, loosens up those muscles that he had all tensed up, ready to poke that one out. Billy Herman, coaching at third base, looks down to Duke Snyder. There isn't much you can tell this fellow that he hasn't done already in the series. Snyder waiting now as Bob Grimm's ready. The 1-2 pitch is a fastball that's inside, and it's two balls, two strikes. Two and two. The crowd is noisy because the Dodgers are leading 3-1, to one, and this is the home of the Dodgers. Ebbets Field. Brooklyn leading 3-1 to one with four hits for the Dodgers, three for the Yankees, and a 2-2 count to Duke Snyder, and the pitch is on its way, and it's a fastball inside. Ball three. Three and two with one out. On deck is Roy Campanella. Snyder steps out, takes a little stroll. Duke, with his home run, has now knocked in 19 runs in World Series competition for a National League record. Bob Grimm is ready with a payoff pitch to Snyder. He swings there as a drive that is going to go way over the wall for a home run. The Brooklyn Dodgers have just gone ahead 4-1 to one on a tremendous blast over the right center field wall over on Bedford Avenue by Duke Snyder, his second of the ball game, the ninth in the series for the Brooklyn Dodgers. And, uh, man, Duke was really smiling when he walked in that dugout. You know, both leagues respect Duke as a ball player and as a man. He's really something. Here's a pitch to Roy Campanella. Curveball breaks low and outside. And another illustration of Snyder's great competitive ability. He's shouting encouragement now out to Roy Campanella. Outfield straight away. Bob Grimm is ready. Delivers a fastball that drives Campy back. And it's a two-ball count. Bob Grimm has been nicked by the Brooklyn Dodgers for four runs off three home runs. One by Sandy Amaris. A two-run blast in the second inning. 
and two by Duke Snyder. One in the third, leading off, and one here in the fifth with one out. Grimm looks down to the good earth below him, and he looks now to Yogi Berra, and he's ready with a two-ball pitch outside, ball three. And I would presume that Bob Grimm is a little shaken by the bouncing of the air and the little uh, particles of air after that drive went blistering out there into right center field. Here's a three-ball pitch. It's outside for ball four, and Roy Campanella is on. That is base on balls number four off Bob Grimm. And Casey Stengel now comes up to the top step of the dugout. He looks out over his infield. He's looking specifically to Bob Grimm. Grimm wearing number 55, looking out to the outfield. The Yankees looking to him. And Carl Prillo, who has lined out to Gil McDougal, who struck out in the third inning, who started today hitting 353 in the series with six hits out of 17 times at bat. Yogi Berra looking down to first. And he looks across to the bench. Eddie Robinson playing to the inside. Apparently the question was whether Robinson should play holding the runner close at first or drop back. And Campy is not by any stretch of the imagination a sprinter. Campy jumps off to a three-step lead. Here's the first pitch on its way to Ferrello. Takes a curve in the outside corner, breaking at the belt. And it's one strike. The Dodgers have power. They displayed it during the course of the National League season, and they have exploded it after the first two games had gone to the Yankees. And Brooklyn now leads 4-1, to one, and the series is tied at two games apiece. Campy jumps off to a lead. Graham is ready, and here's the pitch on the way. Foul back as Frillo was looking a little for a visitation in the left center field stands. And now we have some activity in the Yankee bullpen, and it appears to be Tom Morgan. Tom Morgan is out there now starting to work. The count is two strikes. Carl Frillo is the batter. Roy Campanella is on at first, and Gil Hodges is on deck. Grimm studies his sign very carefully. The outfield shaded around to the right. The sun shining brightly in right and right center. Grimm checks the runner at first base. Roy Campanella. Here's the pitch, a curveball, a ground ball to the right side. Billy Martin coming in. Tags. He misses Campy, and the throw to first, and Campy is out for running out of the line. So it is a double play. And it goes four to three. And for the Yankees, that's their fifth double play of the series. In the fifth inning, one run, one hit. There were no errors. And no one is left on base. So at the end of five innings of play, the score is Brooklyn Dodgers four and the New York Yankees one. In the top of the sixth inning, the New York Yankees will send up Joe Collins. Billy, uh, it'll be Eddie Robinson and then Billy Martin. And at least those three men will face Roger Craig here as the Yankees come up for their swings in the top of the sixth. Joe Collins who was such a big man for the Yankees in the first two games over in Yankee Stadium. 
who has three runs batted in, takes a fastball that's inside for ball one. Joe Pryor today had two for eight. Both were home runs. He has walked and he has struck out. Where's number 15 stands deep in that left-hand batter's box. Feet close together. The pitch is swung on and it's fouled. And it is one and one. That one went bouncing around. We have been anticipating throughout the three games here in Ebbets Field the possibility of getting a souvenir because the netting, which was up in front of us, was removed. So we're watching carefully as Craig delivers the 1-1. There's a curve that's just inside and low, and it's ball two. Two balls, one strike. The Dodgers have Sandy Amaris out in left center field. Duke Snyder's around in right center, and deep in right, about three steps away from the wall, is Carl Frillo. Jackie Robinson's in close at third with the left-hand batter Collins up there. The 2-1 pitch is a fastball on the outside corner for strike two. Collins took a look, and he is a little unhappy as he realizes that a good one got that corner. So it's 2-2. Two and two. Joe Collins leading off for the Yankees in the top of the sixth on the right side of the infield for the Dodgers, respectfully deep. Gilliam and Hodges. There's the swing and the ground ball to the right side. Gilliam moving in to his left, has it. Throws to Hodges, and he's got it. So Joe Collins tops a roller that Junior Gilliam comes pounding in for Getz and moves it over to first base in time for the out. So for the Yankees in the sixth inning, there's one away. And Eddie Robinson, who has walked in his two unofficial appearances at the plate today since he's not charged with the time at bat. Left-hand batter stands deep. Pitch, fastball, low outside. Ball one. Robbie has had a strange series so far. He's been hit in the back. He was at uh, bat when Billy Martin tried to steal home. He takes a strike. Fastball just under the hands on the inside corner. One ball, one strike. Yesterday came through with a single and uh, has himself an RBI. The 1-1 delivery is a curveball that's just outside for ball two. Two and one. The Brooklyn Dodgers are leading four to one. This is the fifth game of the World Series. And the teams are deadlocked with two victories apiece. Ready now, the 2-1 pitch, a fastball inside for ball three. And Roger Craig, who stands six foot four, weighs 178 pounds, who won five while losing three during the regular National League season. And as Al pointed out, had the second best earned run average with 2.77. Takes a little stroll for himself, comes back now and looks in to Roy Campanella. A 3-1 pitch, and the delivery is a fastball strike. So the count is full. Three balls, two strikes. And so Eddie Robinson will be on guard, as will Roger Craig. Frankie Crosetti coaching at third. Looks in. Eddie holds that bat off his left shoulder. Now he's ready. Bent at the knees. Takes it. Tries to hold up. Hits the ball foul down the third baseline. Uh, one more foot in the right direction. Uh, Mr. Robinson would have had himself something pretty good. But it's foul. Eddie tried to check his swing, and the ball hit his bat and just bounced just outside of the foul line. So he comes back, knocks a little dirt out of his spikes, and he faces the 3-2 count with one out. Billy Martin is on deck for the Yankees. Billy came up with a single in the fourth inning, drove in the Yankee lone run. 
Craig looks in, reads his sign. The shadow's now reaching out to the mound, and the payoff pitch to Robinson swings and misses strike three. So that is uh, strikeout number four for Roger Craig. And he has equaled another statistic, which he holds today, four bases on balls. Two out, Billy Martin's the batter. Right-hand batter, stands deep. Close stance, holds about level with his shoulders. Roger Craig's into his windup. The pitch to Martin is swung on a ground ball to the left side. Jackie Robinson gets it on a nice big hop, makes a throw across. Little cool. It bounces away from Hodges and on at first base is Billy Martin. So we will check. There will be an error. There will be an error charge. There's an error on the throw. So Billy Martin is on at first. And the batter now for the Yankees is Jerry Coleman. This is his first time at bat. First pitch takes a swing and slashes a foul going over the top of the roof back of the Dodger dugout. Coleman came on in the fourth inning when the Yankees substituted Bill Scarron for Phil Rizzuto. And this is his first time up. Jerry's been in uh, two previous World Series games. The outfield around the right for him. The next pitch, he swings and he lines one out in the right field. Coffrello moving to his right. He's got it. And that is all for the Yankees. So for New York in the sixth inning, no runs, no hits. There was one Dodger error and one man left on base. And at the end of five and a half innings of play, the score is Brooklyn Dodgers four and the New York Yankees one. We move into the last half of the sixth inning, and Gil Hodges, who has been superb both defensively and with the bat, steps in. Gil has one for two today, a single. He struck out his last time up. And Bob Grimm now goes into his sixth inning of performance for the New York Yankees. Grimm gets his sign. He's ready to pitch to Hodges, a right-hand batter. Swings a ground ball to the left side. It's by the third baseman. Knocked down by Coleman, but he can't make a play. And on at first is Gil Hodges, and it's a base hit. That ball was hit in the hole. McDougal went to his left, couldn't get it. Coleman went to his right and was able to knock it down, but no opportunity to make a play. So that is the sixth hit for the Brooklyn Dodgers, and they have the first man up on, Jackie Robinson who lined to the shortstop, Phil Rizzuto, who was in then in the second inning and who walked in the fourth inning, is the batter, wearing number 42. The outfield straight away for the Yankees. Gil McDougal two steps off third. And Hodges leads away. Robinson holding against the run of the pitch by Grimm is swung on a ground ball to the shortstop. Coleman has it. To Martin for one. The throw to first. It's a double play. And that was a snappy one with a sharply hit ground ball down the shortstop. And it went 6-4-3. And that is the sixth double play for the Yankees. Amro struck out in the fourth. He has one for two. And this little guy has really been playing ball since he's been put in the lineup. Next pitch by Graham. A curve is over there for a strike. So it's one and one. 
One ball, one strike, two out. Sandy Amaris holds that bat back and away, and he cocks it with his hands, and he's ready to swing, and he does, and he misses for one and two. Herb Norn playing around in right center. Joe Collins playing in right field. And the Yankees are hurt with Hank Barr with a pull leg muscle being sidelined and Mickey Mantle sharing the same fate. Big hole open in left center. Deep in the right side is the infield and the pitch is swung on and foul back. And it remains one and two. One ball, two strikes, two out. And the Dodgers are taking their swings here in the last half of the sixth inning. Andy Amaris, wearing number 15, stands almost flat-footed in their left-hand batter's box. Bends his left knee just a little bit, so he gets his weight back on his left foot. He waits, and Grimm is ready with the 1-2 pitch. It's swung on, and he missed it, and it's dropped by Yogi Berra. Makes a throw down a first, and it's a strikeout for Bob Grimm. So, for the Dodgers in the sixth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left on. And at the end of six full innings of play, the score is Brooklyn 4, the New York Yankees 1. We move into the top of the seventh inning. And we may have a pinch hitter for Bob Grimm. Looks like Big Bob Sir is going to come out and swing for the pitcher Bob Grimm. And that's who it is. Bob Sir, who has played center field and left field and in two games has been up seven times who is looking for his first hit in the series who has struck out four times is in there big right hand batter powerfully built first pitch is low and outside a fastball ball one serve is a kind of fellow that looks like somebody swiped a couple of those supports that used to go up in those ancient Roman uh, coliseums and stuck it under a very well built young man because he's got legs like a fullback. The count is one ball, one strike. Bob Turley is loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. There's a curve that gets the outside corner, and it's one and two. One ball, two strikes. Roger Craig, who found himself leaving from... The Miners up with the Majors, and there's a long drive deep in the left field. That ball is going to go for a home run. So, Bob Serve has finally dented the old hit department and what a hit he got a long drive that hit the railing upstairs and bounced in the lower seats for a home run and the score is now 4-2 to two, and that is the fourth hit given up by Roger Craig Craig who started the year at Montreal and then on July 16th found himself with the Dodgers never dreamed he'd be pitching in the World Series and here he is and there is activity in the Brooklyn bullpen Here's Elston Howard, right-hand batter. First pitch is a fastball strike one call. Clem Labine and Billy Lowe's start to go to work for the Dodgers. Both right-handers. Craig is ready. The pitch is low and outside. Elston Howard taken for a ball. One ball, one strike. 
And the Dodger Rooters, who a few moments ago were rather carefree and happy and rollicking, are now starting to get a few worry lines. Low outside, ball two. Two balls, one strike. This is the fifth game of the World Series. Brought to you with the very best wishes of the wonderful folks of the Gillette Safety Razor Company of Boston. Outfield straight away. Left side of the infield is deep, and Craig's ready. The 2-1 pitch to Howard outside for ball three. Three balls and one strike, and Roy Campanella goes out to have a chat, and Pee Wee Reese, as if fired from a jet, comes in to have a chat with his pitcher. Craig has been going right along as smooth as can be, and then all of a sudden, he is having a little trouble with his control. He gives up a big home run blast to Bob Serve. And here's Alston Howard with a three-ball, one-strike count, stepping back in. The outfield playing straight away and deep in all fields for the Dodgers. Reese deep at short, Robinson deep at third. Craig looks to Campanella. He's into his windup, and here's the 3-1 pitch to Howard. A fastball, strike two call. So Elston Howard, who carries number 32 on his back, gives you the count. And the payoff is low for ball four. So while we wait for Irv Norn to come up with Elston Howard on first, let's pause ten seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. Walter Alston, the manager of the Dodgers, is coming out as... Roger Craig, who has been going along so smoothly, finds himself in trouble. After giving up a home run to Bob Serve, he has walked Elston Howard. And the Yankees are only two runs away, and this is the top of the seventh inning. Austin looking out to the bullpen. Labine is out there, and Billy Lowe's is out there. And the question of debate is whether... Mr. Alston is going to lift Roger Craig or whether he will give him a vote of confidence and go on. Umpire Bill Summers goes out there and Pee Wee Reese acts as the interceptor. He's talking to the umpire while Walt Alston chats with his pitcher and his catcher, Roy Campanella. Alston, still rolling it over in his mind, says he's going to make a change. So we're going to have a new pitcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers. In the six innings that Roger Craig has worked, he has given up two runs. He has given the Yankees four hits. He has struck out four. And he has walked five. And the runner at first base, Elston Howard, is his responsibility. It is going to be Clem Levine coming on from the bullpen of the Dodgers. And this marks the fourth game in which Levine has been used. He worked six and one-third innings. And there's a fine hand for Roger Craig, the youngster, who leaves after working six full innings and holding the mighty Yankees to two runs and four hits. Clem 
Jim Levine will now go to the mound for the Brooklyn Dodgers. And as I started to say, he has worked in three games. This is his fourth game. He's worked six and one-third innings. He's given up only six hits, two runs. Two of those have been earned. He has struck out one. He has walked two. And he was given credit for a victory. And he's been charged with no defeats. So Levine comes on here in the seventh inning. And the Dodgers holding a 4-2 lead are watching with apprehension the Yankee dugout because from it will come the members of the Yankee team. Bob Serve, who hit his home run, goes into the record books. He's the ninth guy to hit a pinch home run. Irv Norn will step in. Norn has had no hits in three times at bat against Roger Craig. He's a left-hand batter. Elston Howard is on at first. The Dodgers have their optical straight away. Jackie Robinson's in close at third. Howard leads away. The pitch is fastball low inside. Ball one. And Billy Lowe's continues to work in the Dodger bullpen, and someone is being called to take the spot vacated by Levine, who has gone to the mound. Levine is ready, looks to Howard. Here's the pitch. There's a fastball strike, and the count is even one and one. The outfield straight away. Carl Spooner joins Billy Lowe's now in the Dodger bullpen. Elston Howard jumps off to two-step lead. Hodges holding against him. The pitch is taken inside for ball two. So Clem Labine, who looked as cool as a, well, a fall afternoon yesterday, is looking just as cool now, but I wonder within himself if he isn't a little concerned. The 2-1 pitch is on its way. Norn swings a ground ball to the right side. Taken by Hodges. Throws to Reese for one. The throw back to Hodges. A double play. That is the ninth double play in the World Series for the Brooklyn Dodgers and Mr. Gil Hodges continues to cover himself with glory as he got that ball over quickly to Reese who got it right back to Hodges and that is the fourth double play that Norn has hit into in this World Series here's the pitch to Gil McDougal a curveball on the outside corner strike one so the Dodgers have wiped the Yankees off the bases and McDougal comes up with two out and the Dodgers are hanging on to a 4-2 lead. And Levine continues to work. Next pitch, a curve in the dirt. So it's even, one and one. There is a right-hander working in the bullpen for the Yankees, and it looks like Johnny Cooks. Here's the 1-1 pitch, swung on, a ground ball, gloved nicely by Levine. He lets him run, he throws, he's got him. Levine just reached out to the left like a fisherman going in for a big perch. He had the ball, he let him run, and he throws in plenty of time. So the Yankees in the seventh inning get one run from one hit. There were no errors, and nobody left on base. 
So at the end of six and a half innings to play the score is Brooklyn four and the New York Yankees two. We have a new pitcher for the New York Yankees and Casey Stengel, who really makes some changes, has sent in Bob Turley. Now, Turley started the third game of the World Series. And as you recall, he lasted one and one-third innings. He gave up three runs, or four runs and three hits. He struck out one, he walked two, and he hit a batsman. And he was charged with the loss of that third game of the series. So Bob Turley comes on now in relief for the New York Yankees, replacing Bob Grimm. Turley is a fireballer. And in talking to Casey Stengel, Stengel felt that, if you recall, in that game, the pitcher came up, Johnny Padres, and he dropped a little bunt. And the feeling was that if the bunt had been fielded and the throw had been made, Turley might have remained in the game. Well, it'll be a new pitcher, Bob Turley, and the batter is going to be Clem Levine. The first pitch by Turley is a fastball that's outside for ball one. And when we say fastball, we mean a singing, humming fastball. Bob Turley's ready. And that right arm comes around. Another fastball that's outside for ball two. The outfield is shallow. Billy Martin trots in to say something to Turley. Jim Turner, the pitching coach of the Yankees, down in the dugout, is motioning out to Turley that he thinks he's aiming the ball. Shouting out to him, cut it loose. Well, Billy Martin goes back to his position. Clem Levine is waiting now. Here's a fastball. It's over for a strike, and it's two balls, one strike. The Dodgers are leading the Yankees, 4-2. to two. Four runs, six hits, and two errors for Brooklyn. Two runs, four hits, no errors for New York. Into the windup is Turley. He delivers a fastball that's high and inside for ball three. Levine has demonstrated that he has heart when he came in to pitch so beautifully in the seventh inning for the Dodgers. He's displaying more heart by even standing within 20 feet of that plate with Bob Turley firing those bullets. Here's a 3-1 pitch. There's a fastball on that outside corner, and it's three and two. Three balls, two strikes. Labine leading off. Three-two pitch is a swing and a miss for strike three. And Bob Turley gets his first strikeout. First for Bob Turley. Bob Grimm cracked up five. The batter's Junior Gilliam, who has one hit and three times a bat, batting left, chokes a bat. Turley delivers a fastball. It's outside for ball one. The outfield is around the right. With Irv Norn in right center field, deep in right field is Joe Collins, and the right side of the infield playing back, and Gil McDougal, the third baseman, in on the edge of the infield grass with his left-hander. Turley's ready, comes with a fastball inside for ball two. And if you needed uh, an indicator to appreciate the speed of that ball, you watch Yogi Barra's mitt, because when that ball hits in there, dust flies. 
Curley, strong and young, looks in. Starts into his windup, and the two-ball pitch to Junior Gilliam is a fastball that's inside and low for ball three. So the count to Gilliam, three and nothing. He steps up, takes a look down to Billy Herman, coaching at third. Jake Pettler pacing up and down in the first base coach's box. Pee-wee Reese is on deck, and Turley's ready. The three-nothing pitch is a strike right down the middle. So the three-one situation, and Gilliam takes another look down to Herman. He's back in. He's choking that bat about three inches from the end of the handle, and Turley's into his windup. The three-one pitch is a strike call. So it's a full count. And Bob Turley is displaying a little heart out there. Ready now. The payoff to Gilliam is outside and high. Ball four. So Turley has one strikeout to his credit, and he has given up one walk. And the batter is Pee Wee Reese. And the Dodger captain is looking for his first hit today. Reese has hit safely in all four games of the series, along with Snyder. Snyder has already assured himself that he has hit safely in all five games. But Reese has walked and bounced out third to first and flied to center. The outfield moves around a little to the right. Gilliam jumps off to a lead. Robinson, there goes Gilliam, a swing and a foul. Back off the screening to our left. And it bounces off some iron and bounces downstairs. And it's grabbed by the an associate of the governor of New York State. So the count is one strike. Junior Gilliam was off of the pitch. And Reese trying to hit to right, fouls it off. The outfield moved around to right a little now. Martin looking to Jerry Coleman. Gilliam leads away the pitch to Reese. A fastball, strike two call. Bob Turley working in relief of Bob Grimm. With the Yankees trying to hold down the two-run advantage the Dodgers have with Junior Gilliam on at first. One out. Gilliam with a three-step lead away from first base. Robinson holding against the run of the pitch. A fastball strike three call. And Reese knows it and grabs his bat and strolls towards the dugout. So Bob Turley gets his second strikeout. And here's Duke Snyder. And here's a guy who's already turned in a hard day's work with two home runs. He'll sure be ready for a shower. Duke Snyder, two home runs in three times at bat. And the outfield is around and deep to the right. There's a swing and a foul, and it comes flying back to that screen. Mr. Turley is practically knocking a bat out of the batter's hands. He is overpowering them. The outfield around the right. Norn is deep in right center. Deep in right is Joe Collins. Turley checks the runner. Gilliam, here's the pitch. A fastball swung on and missed. Strike two. And Snyder was trying to rack up number three. And Yogi Berra, who's one of the most talking catchers you ever saw, says to Snyder pretty fast, and Snyder just nods his head. 
Curley's ready once again. The pitch to Snyder. Swung on. A fly ball hit deep in the left field. Moving over to his right is Elston Howard. Still coming on. He can't get it. It drops him. Fair ball. And the throw is to second. And sliding in is Duke Snyder. So Duke Snyder... Not quite getting around in that fastball. Hits a fly ball that drops in the corner in left field as Elston Howard was pulled way around in left center field. And the Dodgers have runners on at second and third, and that is the first hit off Bob Turley. And Duke Snyder has two home runs and a double for four times at bat. Here's Roy Campanella. Campy walked in the fifth inning. He flied to center in the third, and he was called on strikes in the first inning. He was hitless in two official times at bat against Bob Grimm, and he is now facing Bob Turley. Turley's ready to work. The Dodgers have two men on. The pitch is low and outside. Fastball, ball one. Campanella. There's a swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Roy Campanella's the batter. Junior Gilliam on at third. Duke Snyder's on at second. They lead away. Two out to pitch. A swing and a foul. And it's going to go out of play back in the upper deck. Campy, prior to today, had six hits in 18 times at bat. And all of those hits he racked up here in Ebbets Field. The outfield straight away for Campanella. The left side of the infield's back with two out. Gilliam, two steps away from third. Snyder strolls away from second. Martin trying to bluff over that he's going to run over. And Turley delivers, and there's a curve that's way inside, and down goes Roy Campanella. Turley shouting, look out, and Campy looking out. So it's a 2-2 count, with two out, two on. And we are in the last of the seventh inning, the Dodgers lead, 4-2. The pitch, strike three call. Roy Campanella called out on strikes. And Bob Turley gets his third strikeout. And in the seventh inning, the Dodgers have no runs. They had one hit. There were no Yankee errors, and the Dodgers left two men on. So at the end of seven full innings of play, the score is Brooklyn four, the New York Yankees two. Well, Yogi Berra, who is one of the middle three in the Yankee lineup, and the three big swingers, Barrett, Collins, and Robinson, all capable of reaching that wall. The line down the right side is 297 feet, and that fence goes up about 40 feet. And Carl Frillo and Duke Schneider are out there to protect it. Here's Clem Labine, ready to pitch to Barrett. Swings, and there's a drive going deep in the right field. Going back is Carl Frillo. That ball is over the wall for a home run.
Well, Yogi Berra has just come up with his first RBI of the World Series. A home run blast out over the 40-foot wall onto Bedford Avenue, and the score is now 4-3. to three. And the Dodgers' lead has been cut to one run. That is the first hit off Clem Labine. And stepping in is Joe Collins, left-hand batter. Outfield around the right. Labine is ready, delivers. There's a fastball. It's through there for a strike. connected pretty well yesterday off Labine's offerings, but the Dodgers came up with some fantastic catches. Curveball is outside. One and one. Some great catches on the part of Duke Snyder, Sandy Amaris, and Carl Frillo. Kept Labine out of trouble. Don Bessant and Billy Lowe's working in the Dodger bullpen, and the score is 4-3, and this game is not yet over. Here's a curve that's Low for ball two. Two balls, one strike. Joe Collins steps out. Jackie Robinson, the third baseman, is about one step off the edge of the infield grass, and he's shaded over towards the shortstop position. Pee Wee Reese is deep at second. at short, and deep at second is Gilliam. The pitch on its way. Swung on, fouled. And the count is even out at Joe Collins, two and two. This is the top half of the eighth inning. And the Dodgers, with four runs, seven hits, and two errors, are not breathing easy as they look up at the scoreboard and find the Yankees have three runs, five hits, and no errors. And the most important statistic to these two ball clubs is the run department. Four for the Dodgers, three for the Yankees. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Collins, a curve that just misses for ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Joe Collins steps out for a moment. Now he's back in, a left-hand batter. Collins has struck out, bounced out, and walked. There's a curve, swung on and missed for strike three. The ball dropped by Campanella, who tags Collins. And that is strikeout for Clem Levine. And it came in a most opportune time for Mr. Levine. So it's one out. The batter now is Eddie Robinson, the big left-hand batter who has walked twice, who struck out in the sixth inning. Eddie Robinson really wraps himself all around that plate. Labine is ready. Gets a curveball. It's over for a strike. And man, that curve is really curving. That is no optical illusion. The outfield around the right. The infield is deep in the right side. A ground ball to the right side foul. Bill Dickey reaches over. A couple of fans along the box seats look at it with big eyes, but it just keeps rolling like Old Man River right along. Yell Hodges playing one step off the edge of the outfield grass at first base and about five steps off the line. Here's Levine with the two-strike pitch to Robinson, a fastball, high and outside, and it goes by Campanella's mid all the way back to the screen. So it's one ball, two strike. Brooklyn four, the New York Yankees three. We're in the top of the eighth. One out. Pitch is a curve, breaking low and inside, and Robbie checks his swing, and he takes two and two. 
Eddie Robinson keeps bouncing out of that left-hand batter's box and bouncing back in. Now he's back in, bent at the knees, bent at the waist, and he kind of bends himself all around that plate, trying to protect it. Holds the bat like, uh, well, if he had a left-handed rifle, holding a rifle at attention, that's where it'd be. Here's a pitch, a curve that pops out of Campy's mid. It's inside. It's ball three. So the count is full now. Three balls, two strikes. Bill Summers, the umpire, back of the plate. Frank Descoli is at third. Jim Honichick's at second. And Lee Balafant is at first base. The line is ready, and here's the payoff pitch to Robinson. A curve, he drives it out in the right field. It's in there for a base hit. Carl Frillo going over near the wall. It bounces off the wall, and Robinson is held at first base. As Carl Frillo, reading every inch of that wood out there, gets that ball before it flickers away too many inches. So Robinson lashes one in the right field. And the Yankees have a runner on at first, and he represents the tying run. And we're going to have a runner for Robinson. Youngster coming in from the bullpen. It looks like Tom Carroll. So Eddie Robinson, having performed, is replaced by... Is that Tom Carroll? It looks like him. Tom Carroll running for Robinson. The throw to first back safely. Carroll is a bonus baby signed by the Yankees. Hank Bauer is running out into the left field corner of the bullpen. So we may have Hank Bauer in this ball game yet. Bob Levine checking Carroll carefully. The pitch to Billy Martin is outside for ball one. Casey Stengel pulling all the strings. He's got a runner on at first. He represents a tying run. Labine checks him, delivers a curve to Billy Martin over for a strike, and it's one and one. And if you thought there was tension in the earlier four games of the World Series, you can add them all up and put them right in here in the fifth game. Tommy Byrne, the left-hander, starts to loosen up out there in the bullpen. Here's a pitch, a curve that misses outside for ball two. Two balls, one strike. Tommy Byrne, the left-hander, is loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. And Hank Bauer is loosening up. And it may be that Casey Stengel will move Joe Collins in to play first and put Bauer, ailing leg and all, out into right field. Bauer ran out there pretty well. Carroll leads away. Three steps. The 2-1 pitch to Martin. A ground ball to the left side. Jackie Robinson in with it. Throws for one. The throw to first. A double play. Hodges hanging on to that ball. Had to wait for a moment to make sure he didn't drop it. And umpire Lee Balafant watching very carefully. Watches as they complete the double play. And it goes 5-4-3. to three. Robinson to Gilliam to Hodges. 
And the Dodgers have come up with their 10th double play of the series, their third of this game. And for the Yankees in the eighth inning, they come up with one run from two hits. There were no errors, and nobody left on base. And at the end of seven and a half innings of play, the score, Brooklyn four, New York Yankees three. The Yankees have put Hank Bauer out into right field. And Joe Collins has moved in to play first base. So that's the change. Bob Turley is now pitching to Carl Froh. A fastball. He takes a swing and he misses. And uh, Mr. Turley pitching where the shadows now reaching out beyond the mound and up towards second base is blazing that ball through there. Next pitch to Pro is low, a fastball for one and one. Well, the Dodgers have had superb defensive play, and we're not taking anything away from the Yankees. They have played excellent ball defensively also. But the double play strength of the Dodgers has been great. Outside for ball two, two balls, one strike. Yankees had uh, something going in the fifth inning, and the double play took care of that. They had something going in the seventh inning, and the double play took care of it, and again in the eighth. Three double plays today for the Dodgers. Turley's ready. The pitch is swung on. A ground ball to the right side. Billy Martin going to his left. Bounces off his glove. Goes out in the right field. Hank Barr moves in to protect as Brillo makes the turn at first. He starts going to second and stops as Barr recovers the ball. So it's a base hit. Hard smash by Carl Frillo. Billy Martin going quickly to his left was not quite able to get that ball. So Frillo comes up with a base hit and that's the eighth for the Dodgers today. Here is Gil Hodges stepping in. And I presume that every manager of every ball club in the country has drooled today in listening to and watching and hearing of the well, the great exploits of Gil Hodges because he has been outstanding at first base. He has two hits and three times a bat. Right-hand batter, bent at the waist. He started to look as if he was going to square away to bunt and then Turley stepped off the rubber. He's back in. Leading away from first is Carl Fuller. There's the pitch. He takes it, and it's low. He'd shortened up on that bat as if he was going to drop a bunt along, and Gil McDougal came charging in, as did Joe Collins, but Hodges takes the pitch. It's low outside ball one. Wall Alston, the manager of the Dodgers, playing him real close to his best now as he tries to pick up another run to give him some insurance. Outfield straight away. McDougal at the edge of the infield grass, the pitch, and he drops the bundle on the first baseline. It's rolling foul. So it's a 1-1 count. While we wait for a new ball to come in, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Gail Hodges steps back in in the right-hand batter's box. As all of the thousands of eyes here in Ebbets Field are focused on Bob Turley, and then they will move quickly like a ping-pong match to the bat of Gil Hodges. One and one. Frillo leads away. The pitch is bunted along the first baseline. Here's Collins coming in. Turley takes it. Can't throw to second. Throws to first to Martin for the sacrifice. And the play goes one to four. And the sacrifice is good. And the Dodgers have a runner on at second. 
And the applause is for Jackie Robinson, who has lined out to the shortstop, who has walked and who has bounced into a double play. Jackie, prior to today's game, had three hits and 15 times at bat. But the statistics do not measure the strength that he has provided Brooklyn on the left side of the infield and the inspiration he has given them whenever he has been out there on those base paths. Frollo is on at second. Yogi Berra goes out to have a chat with his pitcher, Bob Turley. The outfield for the Yankees. As Elston Howard in left field... Irv Norn is in center field, and in right field is Hank Bauer. Jackie Robinson, who may be approaching the twilight of his career, stands in there. Turley's ready. The first pitch to Robbie is low outside for ball one. Robinson holding that bat right on his right shoulder, looking out every moment to make sure he can pick that ball up because it is becoming a little uh, darker than it was a while ago. The pitch to Robinson swung on a ground ball, hit back out over second base, going into center field. Here is Frillo making the turn at third, and the throw is to second base. And Robinson, who had turned first, going on to second, has to go back. But it's a single for Jackie Robinson in the center field. And the Dodgers have picked up another run. So the score is now 5-3 to three with the Dodgers leading. And Jackie Robinson, as he came back to the Dodger bench, was greeted by all of his teammates who have been applauding the performances of the veteran for every game and every inning and every moment of the five games of the World Series. Tommy Byrne is still working in the Yankee bullpen. Here's Sandy Amaris with a home run. And he has struck out twice. So he's one for three. A runner on at first to Jackie Robinson. Robbie leading away from first. And the pitch to Sandy is a fastball low inside for ball one. The Dodgers have five runs. They have nine hits, and they have committed two errors. And the Yankees have three runs, six hits, and they've played errorless ball. Bob Turley checks the runner at first base, Jackie Robinson. Here's the one-ball deal, and it's inside. Too close for ball two, and Sandy Amherst sort of jumped back in amazement as that ball went sailing right by. Two and nothing. Fans still buzzing over the single by Jackie Robinson. Brings in the fifth run for the Dodgers. The pitch to Amherst, a fastball strike. So it's two balls and one strike. The shadows have now reached almost out to second base. The right side of the Outfield is still in the sun. The pitch is a swing and a miss, and it's two and two. Amaris went fishing for a fastball. It was high and outside. So Bob Turley goes back to get a little rosin. Irv Norn is in right center field. Deep in right field is Hank Bauer. And Joe Collins has taken over at first base. Robinson leads away. The 2-2 pitch is swing and a miss. Strike three. So Turley... 
Going back to that fastball, pumps it by, and that's the fourth strikeout that he's racked up. The hand is for Clem Levine, who came on to work for the Brooklyn Dodgers in the seventh inning after Roger Craig was started giving up a home run to Bob Serve and had walked Austin Howard. Levine was the batter in the seventh inning and struck out. He takes a fastball. It's over for strike one. Two out. Jackie Robinson on at third base or at first base. And the score is Brooklyn 5 and the New York Yankees 3. Robinson again jumps off to a lead. Holding against him is Joe Collins. A pitch is swung on and missed for strike two. Curley threw a slider. And the ball broke about a foot. So it's two strikes. The outfield playing on the shallow side. There's a swing and a miss for strike three. And Bob Turley disposes of Clem Levine. But the Dodgers in the eighth inning come up with one run from two hits. The Yankees committed no errors. And the Dodgers left a man on base. And at the end of eight full innings of play, the score is Brooklyn five, the New York Yankees three. The top of the ninth inning for the New York Yankees. And Casey Stengel, pacing up and down in the Yankee dugout, will undoubtedly uh, make some grabs of the rest of the talent on the bench. And he has already done so as the first choice of Casey to come up here in the top of the ninth inning for Jerry Coleman. The shortstop is Andy Carey. Carey is capable of walloping the long ball. And he bats from the right side. He has made an appearance in the World Series. He was up and got himself a triple. And he drove in one run. So Andy Carey, a right-hand batter, faces Clem Labine. And the first pitch, he hits a sharply hit ground ball down to Jackie Robinson. Knocks it down, makes the throw. He's got him. Jackie Robinson playing very careful on that sharply hit ground ball. Went to one knee, knocked it down, made the throw, and he has one out. So Carey, batting for Coleman, bounces out third to first. And somebody running in from the bullpen looks like Tommy Byrne is being brought in to swing for Bob Turley. Byrne not only can pitch well from the left side, but he swings well from the left side. In the game that Byrne pitched and won, he was at bat three times, came up with one hit, and he drove in two runs. And if you remember, it was a solid smash that almost decapitated Billy Lowe's and went out into center field. Tommy Byrne, wearing number 23, who has been working out in the bullpen, swings two bats with that left arm and gives him enough, uh, well, I would say revolutions to suddenly find himself being airborne. 
Billy Lowe's is in the bullpen for the Dodgers with one out in the top of the ninth inning and the Yankees trailing. The Dodgers leading 5-3. to three. This is the fifth game of the World Series and the Yankees won the first two, 6-5, 4-2. The Dodgers won the last two, 8-3 and 8-5. And the Dodgers are leading 5-3. And the action tomorrow will move back to Yankee Stadium. The outfield around the right, Jackie Robinson in close at third and halfway between second and third. Deep but short is Reese Gilliam back at second. There's a swing and a foul. And Tommy Byrne was not trying to show any finesse. He was just trying for power as he set his sights out there on Bedford Avenue. Byrne tall and slender and with the looseness of a great hitter steps back in. Tommy has his feet fairly close together. Slightly open stance. Here's the next pitch by Levine. A curve that catches the inside corner. So Clem Levine, who could practically run for a big office in the borough of Brooklyn and be unanimously elected at this moment, is working on the mound. And the two-strike pitch to Tommy Byrne is a curveball. A ground ball to the right side. Gilliam has it. Makes his throw to Hodges, and there's two out. Oh, there's two away in the top of the ninth. The Dodgers leading 5-3. to three. Be sure to stay tuned for the colorful summary of today's game by our good friend Bill Corum, famous sports columnist. Bill will give you just as soon as the last man is out the real insight. Elston Howard is up now in the ninth inning. With the Dodgers needing one out to win the fifth game of the series. There's a swing, a ground ball, a broken bat, and a dab by Gilliam. The throw to Hodges. The game is over. Oh, no runs. No hits. No errors. Nobody left on. And the Brooklyn Dodgers win the fifth game of the World Series and lead three games to two. The final score, Brooklyn, five runs. Nine hits. Two errors. The Yankees, three runs. Six hits. No errors. They're burning red fire out in center field where the Duke of Pomona, Ed Snyder, roams for the Dodgers right now as the crowd files out, a record crowd here at Ebbets Field for World Series play from this toe-to-toe battle, this tough ball game in the fifth game of the World Series. And this is Bill Corum talking to you from the radio booth. And I should say this 300th game in modern World Series play was just about as good as any that's ever been played in it. I mean, in the matter of tenseness and uh, excitement and, of course, happiness here in Brooklyn as the Dodgers take the lead for the first time in the series and now have to go back to the stadium, which they didn't like much, and, of course, which the Yankees do like, and the Yankees battle you toe-to-toe, fight you for everything, as they proved in this game when Barry hit his home run and brought him within... Uh, one at that time of tying the ball game, which the Dodgers had started off in front and never lost the lead, of course. And, of course, it was Bob Sears' pinch hit home run, which was tremendous. But actually, again, it was, as I say, the Duke of Pomona, Ed Snyder, who was the great hero, matching the two Yankee home runs with two of his own, his ninth in series play to put him head ahead of Joe D., that's Joe DiMaggio, and back only of Ruth and Gehrig, Four home runs in World Series play. That's overall total, of course, nine. And, uh, of course, it was the Duke's fourth in this particular series. The two of them, the last one was his fourth. And the last one, by the way, was by far the hardest hit ball of the four home runs hit today. Clem Labine, a 
fine relief picture from up around Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Uh, incidentally, I must go back a minute and mention Sandy Amorous' home run, which put the Dodgers in front, of course. And he's from Mantanzas, Cuba, doesn't speak any English. I don't want to have to interview him after the game, but he's probably happy in spite of the fact that he struck out the last three times he went to bat. Either a feast or a famine with him, but they're probably celebrating down in Cuba tonight. And Buck Connell, who often works with us on these Gillette Cavalcade sports shows, doing the Spanish broadcast, is a pretty happy fellow up in the press box, too, I can tell you. So I didn't want to skip over Sandy, but I was going to say that Labine comes from up around Woonsocket, Rhode Island, and a mighty good ball player came from there. Pronounce it Lajoie or Lajoy, whichever you like, still alive. Wonderful old man living down around Holly Hill in Daytona Beach, and a great ball player he was. And, uh, of course, now to get back to more serious things, and the most serious thing will be that sixth game over in the uh, big Yankee ballpark tomorrow, in which undoubtedly Stengel will start his ace left-hander Ford and his best pitcher. And, of course, Ford beat the Yankees, as did Tommy Byrne, who pinch hit here tonight. And, of course, Byrne's game was the better of the two. And Stengel may use them both, or he may use his whole bullpen. And so, of course, will Wall Austin, who was ready to do that time after time today, as the youngster from down in uh, Durham, North Carolina, pitched fine ball. Roger Craig, only 24 years old, using his Duke's mixture, I might say. And if that's an ad, it's all right with me, because for a while, uh, the Yankees couldn't smoke him out. But in the end, they did, and uh, Labine had to come in and finish up for him, although he might have won his ball game if, been, if he'd been left in there. He showed good courage, and Besant and Craig, who came to the Dodgers on the same day this summer, sometime in July, were Austin's strongest pitchers, I thought, at the end of the season, and many others thought so, too. And uh, they've done that well in this series, too. And Craig's performance was an excellent one, and, of course... Uh, Austin has Spooner, he has Newcomb if he wants to use them, although his arm's supposed to be ailing a little. And, of course, he has Padres and uh, Billy Lowe's and is in good position. So we'll see what's going to happen tomorrow. This was a beauty, a beautiful day, perfect baseball, a great American show. Wish you all could have been here. Now our thanks to our engineers, Gifford Campbell and Ed Ajax, our statistician, Frank Zizzullo, and to our producer, Paul Jonah.